<laughs> it's thick. It is, and we're recording. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Fire at Will with Aaron and Rye. Um, we are talking about opportunity or opportunists and people that um, their opportunity controls their loyalty and how they deal with people. Yes. Um, what is an opportunist to you? Somebody that um, establishes relationships or friendships for the purpose of getting ahead. Or somebody that stays in cahoots with somebody just because they feel like that person would be beneficial to their lives. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like stuff like that. So it's like people who would be friends or try to be in your life to try to get next to someone else or right. to try to get put on. Right. Is that the whole, is that what like the cloud children cha- call cloud, cloud chasing? chasing? <laughs> yeah. I was just going to say that. Oh my gosh. I'm my mama's age now. Is that what the children call cloud chasing? That, yes. That's what they do. Call mm, cloud chasing. Doing everything for um, And I understand in this society, especially in this entrepreneurial society, um, one hand washes the other. Mm-hmm. So people are constantly looking for relationships where they can work together on things and they can build together. I totally get that. However, if you're, the whole intention of your connection to someone is to further an agenda, yes, that's not real. And I also, um, I take issue with the sliminess that's a, that you have to have within you to kind of weasel your way into someone's life for the sole purpose of gaining. Right, of using them for something. And that person has no clue. So if this person is opening up their life or their world or something to you... Or trying to establish a, a friendship or relationship with you. With a good heart. Right. You know that you have ulterior motives. So what what does that make you? And I just don't think that you should do... You should go to the limit just to get somewhere. And what do you think that you're going to get from me? Where is it that I'm supposed to, you know, lead you to? It's unfortunate that, um, well, majority of my followers have come from Chris. Mm -hmm. And I found that people have wanted to establish relationships with me. Not for me, but because they want to talk to Chris. I'm like, shit, he's very engaging. You could just DM him or comment on his post and he's going to respond to you. You don't have to use me. I don't have to be a middleman. So, you know, it's funny. My brother um, was one of Chris's followers and he shared like, you know, how you see a post and you share it with somebody. Mm-hmm. So he shares it with me. I was like, oh, that's cool. That's interesting. But then it was more interesting when you would pop up. Like, it was something funny that you had said or done or something. It was something about reading. Because I'm cute. But then I followed you and then pay too much attention. You followed attention me because I was cute. That's my girl. Well, I don't... And I'm funny. <laughs> you didn't talk much, though. And I'm charming. You, it was something about you reading, though. And I was like, oh, my gosh. She reads. I read a lot. And so um, that was one of the things that was so interesting about you. So I was like, oh, I'll follow her and see what she's got going on. And then you were more interesting. You don't post nearly as often, but you were interesting. And then the other thing with you being a mom, like, it was just, it was cool. So well, then you when, you put out the, when you put out the uh, message about the book club, the book club, I was mm-hmm. like, yes. First of all, I was new to Atlanta and I didn't know um, a lot of people. So I thought it was a great way that we all have this common interest. It'll be these women that come together. I may not like all of them. I can like some of them. Great. So, um, yeah, and it was could, just a good outlet to oh, to have a group of women that you could discuss 
anything with but right. books but books to have this common topic that's our per- that's our purpose for getting together not girl what this nigga did to me this week yeah i don't want i, I don't want, want it yeah, to be no. like that yeah no, no so um that I, but i can understand how you know your follower a lot a bulk of your followers have come as a result of um your connection with him right but they stay for you they do some of them go though some of them can't stand my ass they just come to check me out and then bounce that's okay <laughs> I don't have a problem with that. But I'm 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 taking issue with people that come or try to establish a relationship with me with the intention of really becoming friends with Chris. Because Chris is such a social person, um, more so than I am. Mm -hmm. It's not hard to be friends with that man. Right. He doesn't really close the door to meeting new people, like, yeah, he may not really hang out, hang out with you, but he he's a friendly person. Mm You don't need me for that. Right. So when I find that people have, um, maybe because they want it to be more personal. Maybe they want it to be more, like, intimate. Maybe. They don't want it to be, like, how it is where he's, like, inviting people to unsectioned on Wednesdays. He want They want it to be, like, oh, I want to come over to your house. Oh. Oh, that shit ain't going down. People are creepy as shit. They are. I think that that's wrong, and I think that's weird. But it's also like being friends with somebody because they can get you in the club for free. Well, I was just about to bring that up. You said before that maybe you know the bouncer or maybe Mm -hmm. you know the bartender. Because I have my own. Yeah, I have my own. And I don't talk about it. My own little connections and stuff. Oh, yeah. But I don't. I can sniff an opportunist out. I didn't do such a good job recently with somebody that disappointed me, but mm-hmm. usually I'm I'm pretty good about sniffing people out. Well, you've had a lot going on too. Yeah, you had a whole baby. Yeah, so yeah. so I, I wasn't paying as much just attention. A little distracted, right? Um, and because I don't I don't operate from that perspective, so I'm not always looking for it. Mm-hmm. That's not how I deal with people. If I'm establishing relationships or friendships with anyone, it's because I genuinely like that person. Right. I'm not going to be friends with you because you could hook me up with something. No. That's just... That's not a friendship. And I don't have time to do that. I don't have time to be that phony. No. That's just... There's nothing I can do for you. There's no gain. There's no real gain there. I just... I don't understand it. Now, I have... Let me see. In my... In my work life, I'll pick up the phone and call someone, but I tell them what I want. I'm not pretending to be their friend. I'm being clear about, hey, I thought about this. I thought maybe you knew, had some information about this or knew people in this arena. But I do that no matter what. Right, but that's business. And I'm also clear about it. I'm not, I don't want anyone, I don't rock anybody to sleep. Right. Like, I understand. You're not not massaging the situation. I totally get that. But you're doing your job. That's, That's business. I'm talking about when people establish personal connections for the purpose of advancing themselves in some way advancing themselves socially advancing themselves financially i just find it real grimy i i just i don't understand that perspective because i would never be that person money has never controlled my loyalty opportunity has never controlled my loyalty i don't need to be friends with somebody because i think they can get me further because that's not how it works anyway that's just not how it works i fuck with people because they're good people right they're genuine people i enjoy their company so it really bugs me out when i see oh people i know that girl don't even like that girl but she's hanging out with her because she knows this person like come on how tacky are you 
That shit is corny. It's cornball. Don't do that. How long does it take for you to sniff out an opportunity? Usually, it's I can tell automatically. Mm-hmm. Um, I think recently, I just like you said, I've been caught up, so I didn't notice. Um, and one weasel did sway in, but I don't. I usually can tell pretty quickly. And how do you dismiss them? You know me. <laughs> you know me. My ass. I'm the queen of ignore. I just I just ignore you. Never hear from me again. Right. That's it. You reach out to me, you text me, you call me, you DM me, you whatever. Mm-mm. I'm not responding to you. I'm not acknowledging you. You're no longer. Um, you're not. Who said um, you're a non motherfucking factor? Who said that? Uh, Evelyn. Evelyn. <laughs> yes, they become a non motherfucking factor. What happens if they? Um, do, have you ever had an opportunist to come clean? No, never. Hmm. I don't think that people always intentionally see themselves as opportunists. I don't think that people see that or, or want to admit that they have a hidden agenda. Right. I think they want to say, no, I wanted to be friends with you, too. Also, in addition to what I wanted to use you for. Right. 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 They, they're not going to say that. Most people that are opportunists are also cunning and, and quite sneaky and probably manipulative. So they really probably don't have a conscience at all. They can't. No, they can't. And that circles back to this, though. A lot of times people can't see themselves. Right, so, we've talked so about that, too. So what we perceive as somebody that's an opportunist, they may say, no, I really did want to be friends with you, but I also was hoping that this mm-hmm. would also work out. They may not view themselves as an opportunist. People don't really see their who they are, you know. They don't. And I also, I'm also, I'm troubled when you know you see someone who is let's use an entrepreneur, or they're they're selling a service or a product, and you become friends with them so that you can have it for free. I've never done that. That is awful. Yeah, I want to be your first customer. Right. I want. If I really like the product that much, I'm gonna buy yes. it. <laughs> if I don't like it, right. I won't buy right. it. Right. Right. If I but I'm not going like to be it. friends with you so you could send it to me for free. No, That's not stupid. at all. Mm-mm. But that happens so often. Now, if I'm your friend, say say I worked at a hotel company mm-hmm. and we're friends. And you said to me, Rye, I'm going to Italy and I need to connect on a hotel. If I can do it for you and you're my friend, I'm going to do it. Right. But it's not because I feel like you're using me. It's because I know that you're my friend. And I have that connection, so I don't mind doing that for you. Right. But you didn't establish your relationship with me based just on what, what you, you can do, do, right? For right. You. So there's there's a difference. Like if I needed, if somebody needed um, a discount at Macy's, I ain't gonna be friends with somebody just because I want the discount. No. And I shop at Macy's all the time. That's your store. That's my store. I love me some Macy's, honey. Do you go through every department? Um, no, I just do women's and juniors. Okay. And the shoes. And the shoes, yeah. And the handbags. Oh, no, I've been going to the baby section lately. So, God damn it. And the boys, because I go for Omar. So, do you go through the whole department? Basically, All the departments? Basically. Yes. You the, don't go I, through the home department? I do. Fuck, I do. I go You shop the whole store. I do, except I don't. Except men's. I, no, I sometimes walk through if I'm looking for Chris. See? Sometimes. Mm-hmm. I don't go through the beauty section. Oh, okay. The smells of the perfumes and stuff oh, kind of gets to me. me. It drives me nuts. Yeah. And I don't, and they're too aggressive. Yes, they are. So I avoid that section like the plague. Mm-hmm. I don't I, want people, oh, try this mascara. No. And then I get conned because I feel bad and I buy something that I really didn't need. Oh, no. 
It always happens to me. I always tell them, I'm going to Sephora so I can get a free sample. That's a good idea. Mm-hmm. Just tell them. And it's I just, honest. No, I just avoid that section completely. You just... I just but what walk. happens if you're coming through the mall and that's the section? Oh, I go upstairs <laughs> and go through the shoe department. The extent, the length that you will go oh, through. Oh, you better believe it. Oh, my gosh. Because, like, you know, I have my honesty disease. And I'm like, yeah. I'll get on my fucking nerves. This Can you stinks. please? Yeah, stop. I don't know. I don't want <laughs> I don't mascara. want to smell like an old lady. Yeah, no. Please stop spraying me. Um, you're sparing their feelings. So I mean, how would you recommend any of our opportunists who are listening or potential opportunists, how would you recommend they actually go about um, maneuvering? What would be the best way for them to maneuver? Well, it depends on what they want. If they're trying to establish a friendship with Chris, I'm telling you, he's friendly as shit. Mm-hmm. They could just hit him up directly. They can, you know, message him directly. And if he wants to be friends with you, he'll be friends with you. If he doesn't, then he doesn't. And that's nothing I can do. But don't come through me. Right. Don't come through me because I'll sniff it out and I'm not fucking with that. And don't come through me and not only want to be friends with Chris, but be friends of ours. Like mm-hmm. with other friends. Like don't do that. Right. That's tacky. And then you've, the, the when you've researched friends and what they do and you know certain information about them, but you've never met them before. And then when you do meet them, you're divulging. That's so, that's weird, man. Yeah. That's just weird. Don't do that. It it's, would honestly, it's tacky. as just as a human being, if someone were to do that to me, creepy, it would be very disturbing. Yeah. It would make me want to move. Yeah. Like I would think that they knew where I yeah. lived and yeah. would wa- were watching my place. Like that's that was some that's some stalker level well, um, investigation. And but not just investigating it because people do all types of deep dives on Instagram you know it's a whole rabbit hole you'll especially when you have a hashtag yeah and so you click this and then you're looking and looking and looking people know my whole they know that I'm telling you I've been out and people have approached me and told me things that I forgot about myself I'm like shit oh yeah that did happen I forgot yes honey that's happened to me because I have a hashtag Mm -hmm. and not that I feel weirded out by it because I know that Chris put it out there publicly. Right. But sometimes it does catch you off guard yeah. because you don't remember and you're like, okay, first of all, I, I never met you before. <laughs> Have we met? I know. And you know what color the sheets were on my bed last week? Like, I'm just giving that as an oh. example. That didn't really happen. <laughs> Did you see my face? Yeah. That I was didn't appalled. Really I was about to say, get a gun. Yeah, that didn't really happen. <laughs> but I'm just giving an example. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it's odd. Mm-hmm. I've had people say odd things to me. It's really weird. Yeah. I would, I think that, um, I blocked this lady today. You did? Yeah. There was this lady who commented, um, because you know, yesterday when we were trying to record, Zuri was acting a fool. And so I updated the caption under the picture that she had been acting out for a full hour and I was relieved to drop her off with her dad. Mm -hmm. And the woman makes comments on all my pictures and says something, and I usually just ignore her. But today she said something to the effect of, oh, is she she one of those babies that she's good with everybody else but her mama? (gasps) Girl, I was like, bitch, bye. You better get the (laughs) fuck off my damn. Get off my page. Also... Don't do that. First of all, we all know, if I go in right now, Zuri is screaming for her mama. She loves her mama. You don't know me. You don't know my daughter. To make that kind of assumption or even that kind of statement is mm. ignorant and is stupid. And I don't like people like you that do that. And I think that so- social media makes people feel comfortable like they know you. And I don't listen. Like they know you well enough to say such things. However, anyone who knew you for real wouldn't even think something like that. Because they know how I am with my baby. Right. But you know what's funny is that 
there are some people that share a lot of shit on Instagram. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're just very, you know, open with a lot of shit. But even when you meet them, it's still different than what... There's still nothing like mm -mm, mm -mm, what you see. Because mm -mm. I've I, that's happened to me. I mean, it, re it really is... Even when we're being ourselves on Instagram, if I go on live and I'm just showing something... It's still not the It's the still whole, not the same as meeting Aaron. No. no. It's not. It's not. And when they meet you, they'll be like, oh, why? I thought you were something else, right? I of course you did. I perceived you something because else. Because you got a moment. You got 60 seconds of me. I told you what somebody said to me at the that, that um, Chris's thing last week. They were like, oh, my God, I, I was starting to think you're a myth. Yes. Because you're not. I was like, well, shit. I kind of, I was flattered by that. I was like, yeah. good. Yeah, I don't need to see me. But no, I'm not a myth. I'm a real person. Um, Living my real life. And there was another group of people that I was speaking with. And they were like, oh my God, you're so much better than I thought you were. I was like, really? That's amazing. I'm that's better like, than the hype. That's fucking dope. But that's like calling me, saying I'm look smaller in person. I like Ooh, that. I, like that I know. <laughs> Tell me that. Even so if it's not true, I'm letting y'all... If, if you guys meet me, just tell me forever. forever. Ooh, you skinnier in person. Yes, yes tell honey, me I that. Hear it tell me I'm me. slimmer in person. I would love that. Yeah, me too. Ooh. But anyway, we're back to this opportunist situation. I think that we have to... Um, I mean, I, I think that... But what, what's, the, what's, the, what's the line of opportunity or opportunist and wanting to build... Because there are some people that say, well, I do this. I make t-shirts and you have a print press. Let's be friends because we can be benef beneficial to each other. Right. I would say let's be partners because that's not a friendship. Right. That's a business ship. That's a, that is a business but relationship. People, yeah. They, and I think that we have to, we talked about this. We talked about the gravity of words. I think we need to say what we mean. Right. Friends does um, imply a strong, intimate, and personal relationship right. based on your personal lives. Right. We're working together. You're talking about work. When you're talking about working together, That's that not is friendship. a partnership That's, right. or a business relationship. Right. Oh, you're right. And if we get to know each other along the way and develop a friendship, it's not like we set out mm -hmm. for this purpose, but if we're, if we're working together and we are achieving our personal goals, our personal business goals, and the goals we set together as a partnership... And out of that blooms a friendship, then that's natural. That's right, fine. Right. But I think that the honest thing to do would be to approach someone and say, hi, my name is this. I noticed on blah, blah, blah that, that you, you do, this, do this. And I can do this. Or, or you're affiliated with that. I would love to shadow you and, and yes. kind of learn your craft. Be or... honest. Because then you give that other person the choice to this is exactly what we've been. This is fuck the, with you in listen, that way, this or is, not. This exactly because I may not want to mentor someone. I may not want to share. Number one thing: give me my choice. Don't don't take don't make choices for me, and don't take my choices away. Don't manipulate me. Yes, into a choice that I did not want to make. Right. Because don't you looked do that. up, and you're like, I made this choice based on this, right. which was not true. Right. So yes, and that's that's what I would recommend. I rec I recommend so. Um, there's a difference between being honest and being forthcoming. Mm -hmm. Honest is telling the truth when asked. Mm -hmm. Forthcoming is telling the truth before you even ask. Right. I'm, I'm hella forthcoming. <laughs> I think that when you are in a situation where you are wanting something from someone, it is best to be forthcoming and give that person their choices. I think so too. And if you conduct yourself with that, even if you don't get the answer that you think you want from that person, you walk away from the scenario with integrity. 
So that that's the word that that's the key word. So we come back again to people having a moral compass yes. and operating from a perspective of integrity. Right. And I noticed that that is such a missing element mm-hmm. in today's culture and society. And that's why my honesty is oftentimes not appreciated because I operate from such a high moral ground of integrity that people, I understand that um, a lot of times people feel judged. Yes. They feel like um, I see them. And the thing is that feeling seen mm-hmm. can feel good. And it can also and feel bad. And it can feel awful. Yeah. And I think depending it feels on, awful. Depending on how you are as a person. Yes. If you're a fucked up person and somebody sees you, mm-hmm. that feels that's uncomfortable. But when you are, or when you're just going along like me, I'm just going along in life and I'll, see, I'll hear something or see something or somebody will say something and I feel seen and it makes me feel good because well, in a way it makes me feel good because I'm like, Oh wow! I have Someone else hi- can relate to that, right? And I have nothing to hide. I'm, no. I'm genuinely who I am. Mm-hmm. I don't have any hidden agendas. I'm not pretending to be something that I'm not. I am who I am. So if somebody sees me, they're seeing for real me. You're I'm, cool. Me. I'm cool with that. But sometimes it's not that flattering. In my in my <laughs> case, it's not that flattering. It's not always flattering because I can be, like I said, I I operate from a high moral ground. And I always operate with integrity. And I use that to say that I am, that's why I'm brutally honest. Mm-hmm. But brutally honest is not always welcomed. And a lot of people can internalize it or have a pers- uh, the perspective that I'm a jerk because I tell the absolute truth. And not everybody wants to hear that. Not everybody wants to hear, hey, you're, you're not doing this right. Or, hey, you're fucking up. Or, hey, you're dumb. No, they don't, don't want to. They don't want to hear it. <laughs> they don't want to hear it. I may not say it like exactly hey, like that, but that's that's basically the the message. Is I I will not say, I will not use a derog- derogatory word. I won't say dumb. Right. But basically, the whole message that well, I'm saying say, that's is that, dumb. Right. Or this makes you look dumb. Right. So is my diplomatic truth still honesty, just softer? No. It takes too long to get there. Yeah. And I think that you, yeah, you, you just skim the surface with your diplomacy. Mm, okay. You don't really, and I'm not in every situation. No, no, right, I'm sure right. that in some situations you kind of get to it. But um, I think you're, with your diplomacy, you just, yeah, you could do this a little bit like this. Or, you know, instead of saying, no, you're completely fucking up. And this is, you know what I'm saying? That's fair. I think about it all the time. Um because I don't just wake up and say, good morning, I'm a diplomatic person. I'm just going to keep going about it this way. I've I, been thinking about it more and more since we've been doing these podcasts and having these conversations. Because, I mean, that's kind of the point is mm-hmm. to be to self-aware. Right. So I try to think about where it came from. Mm-hmm. And it really came from working with white people. Really? Yes. You see, my boss... And that's why I think, that's why I fuck with her. And that's why I think that we get along so well. She's a white woman. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's a conservative too. Mm-hmm. But she's all the way real. Okay. She's all the way real. I think that she knows how to act with diplomacy when she needs to with other people because of the business, you know, relationships that she has. But with me, mm-hmm. it's, this is what it is. And I like that. 
I, I like that. people that keep it all the way real, even if they think it's going to hurt my feelings. Right. Even if I'm not going to like it. What I don't like is when people are petty and when I'm telling them about themselves, all of a sudden they think of 50 things to tell me about me. That is pettiness. That to me is not being real. Right. You're just, now you're reaching because your feelings are hurt and you want to just have something to say about me. No. If you really have an issue, bring it up when it bothers you and tell me about myself because I can receive it. Mm -hmm. But don't use the opportunity where I'm discussing maybe an issue that I have with you for you to say, well, well, you do this too. No, don't do that. Just let me say my piece. If you can't relate to it, if you can't apply it, then if it doesn't apply, let it fly. Say, okay, well, I'm sorry you feel that way, but I don't see it and I'm Mm -hmm. keep doing me. But don't use it as an opportunity to provide a critique to me. Critique me when you really have an issue. Not in defense. Not in defense. Of me critiquing mm-hmm. you. Well, I know I know my diplomacy came from feeling like I had to censor myself and um and just be ever so mindful of how I was saying things so that I didn't come off as the angry black woman. Oh see, I don't care about when that. I was given the truth. I don't care about and that. because of the setting that the settings that I worked in, which was um in education, but depending on the You know, the, my colleagues have never made me that mad. Where I've wanted to go off. Like Well I've not never, go off it was mostly with parents and not colleagues. Oh, see, yeah. And my, so with parents you have a show. Like everybody's see, cool as shit. You gotta have a they're all rational. I can be honest. I can say, mm, you kinda get my nerves today. Or I can be real. Yeah, no. I love it. But it's and they can be like, oh, I see how I'm doing, girl. I'm sorry. Like yeah. and and you know they're okay. And people for the most part know that if they're dealing with me or speaking to me, I'm going to tell them the truth. They just know that I've been with the same company for almost eleven years. Mm-hmm. They know that I. Well, you are OG in the company. That's different. Yeah, I've been with them for a long time. You're an OG. I'm not an OG. My boss been with them for almost thirty years. She's been working. She's them. a triple OG. She's like a quadruple OG. But the, <laughs> the whole point is, is this, is that. She the, she is the the big big homie, and you the big homie. Well, I say that I say you say that. So this I is the say extent this. of my um my uh, vernacular when it comes to that. Though I, I know I know no other terms when it comes to that. So listen, <laughs> I think that people like honesty mm-hmm. when they're not doing anything that can be really criticized, like. I, so people don't like honesty when they really fucking up. Right. They don't like it when they're fucking up or when they're confused or lost or when they're when, when they're they don't oper- know what to do or when they're operating from a moral a right or when they I was about to say when they're coming from bullshit. Right. They don't like it then. Right. right. Because opportunists don't then want to hear. Then that hit dog is hollering. Right. So if I were this person that I recently recognize as an opportunist if i were to confront that person with the truth i bet you they'd have all sorts of rebuttals oh absolutely they wouldn't be able to just say you know what i see where you're coming from and i'm sorry right that wasn't the intent when i first came in but then i noticed this and that's why i did this right whatever they wouldn't even do that they would they would deny it to the high heavens Mm -hmm. i don't like that because you know what even an honest person like me, I may do something that I can't see. But if you point it out to me as my friend, it's my job to kind of look at it and be like, she's my friend. She wouldn't just be making shit up. Right. 
do I really do that? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I do. Okay, let me operate differently. Let me respond differently. Let me, you know, do things a little bit better. Exactly. Because I know as my friend, you're telling, you're critiquing me or you're giving me um, moral feedback. Out of love. Out of love. And because whoever that friend is would not want it to interfere with the relationship. Right. And And that's the biggest part about friendship. For me... Um, my I, I did not grow up with sisters, mm-hmm. so my close, close, close girlfriends mm-hmm. they really do function as my Your sisters. sisters, right? And so, um, and that means that they know my family, mm-hmm. they know me very well, mm-hmm. um, and they have license to check me, mm-hmm. to um, I mean, especially check me. And to support me and to sometimes like, you know, hey, uh-uh. I you, know, you know what's crazy? After meeting your brother last night, he helped me to see that even though you and I had an interpretation on one of our episodes that we deleted, mm-hmm. he had a different interpretation. And he felt like we were being, or I was being kind of mean. And I didn't feel like I was being mean. I felt like I was being honest. But when he said it, I was like, hmm, Maybe I can is. see that. Yeah, I can see how it would, be, it would be received that way. And that's not how I want to come off. Right. So I said, let me just delete it. Thank you for giving me that feedback. Right, right. Thank you for telling me about myself because I'm not above seeing myself. Right. And I understand how, yes, I, listening to it as a listener, I wouldn't have interpreted it that way because my, my skin is thick. Mm-hmm. But he is a little bit more in tune with his emotions than I am. He's a little bit more, he's a little nicer than I am, I, I would have to say. So I think that he was just like, wow, if that person heard that, their feelings would be hurt. <laughs> Are you trying to hurt feelings? And the truth is, I didn't give a shit at the moment. At but the then, moment. But then in the grand, I was just like, no, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, that's not the goal of any of this. No. I never want to hurt anybody's feelings. And not only that, I don't want to make these about any one person no. at any time. I'm just talking about real it life really issues. Is about, it's about um, real life issues. Mm-hmm. It's about us and how we've navigated it. And how we're still learning how to navigate. And not only that, but these are issues that everybody, I'm sure, goes through. And you know what? You can listen to this and be like, oh, maybe I was an asshole Mm -hmm. and I should have handled it like this. Or maybe I was being too nice and I need to be more firm. Or, oh, that person is taking advantage of me. Sometimes you just need to hear somebody else's story for you to be, for you to apply it to your own. Because it can validate something that you're already feeling in your gut. Right. It can validate something that someone already told you about it and you just didn't necessarily want to receive it or you didn't see it. And then you're hearing it from this completely unbiased place and it, it lets you, it helps you to make a decision. Right. It helps you to, um, accept something and it moves you to action. Moves you to action. It can, it can do, it can, you know, different stories can be inspirational in different ways. Mm -hmm. You know, the, the, um, that movie, the wild with Reese Witherspoon. Yes. I wasn't moved to action in any way. However, I found that movie very inspirational. Mm-hmm. I find underdog movies yes. hella inspirational. When people find themselves at their lowest of lows and they go through extremes to dig themselves out, yeah. I, I, that stuff is inspiring to me. So even though I wasn't moved to action in that moment to do anything, I felt inspired by that strength and it made me feel a little bit stronger. Mm-hmm. Just watching that movie. So and like it made me listening think about to times that I've been the underdog. Right. It, it could have been very small scenarios or be, very big life-changing scenarios. But when I think about it, I'm grateful for having been an underdog at any point in my life because it helped me to scratch and claw and fight 
to be better and to be where I am right now. Right. And I appreciate that. And if I didn't have to fight for it, I wouldn't appreciate what I have. As much. As much or at all. When things are just given to you and you don't really have you don't, to work You can't so, appreciate you, you can't, it. Yeah. Because it just comes. Uh, I can't say that. There are things that have been given to me and I appreciate them. But that's because you've had to fight for other things before that. Probably. If, if your entire life things have been given to you, then you just expect. Expect it. Right. You don't understand that it's not even in your brain to work for it. Right. Which is the thing I have to work on with my child. I have to work on putting him in positions to work for things because he's just been given things. That's that's the nature of being a child, but um and and you know Well, I give Omar basically anything he wants, but that's because he holds up he his He does work for Yeah, it. he he holds up his end of the bargain, but if he doesn't get the grades, if he doesn't clean up his room, if he mm-hmm. doesn't listen, if he then he doesn't get what he wants. Right. I mean, I, I have to say He'll say that he he wants something. And then I'll say, well, when I see my grades, run me my grades. That's what I always say. And then we'll talk about um, what it is you want. Right. Last year, he wanted these $280 Vapor Maxes. But it was the triple black mm-hmm. Nike Air Max Vapor mm-hmm. Max. Mm-hmm. So they're not in the stores anymore, which means I have to buy them online from those sneaker head um, people. Mm-hmm. Right. So, and he's got a big ass foot. A man foot mm-hmm. and a man body. Mm-hmm. So when I'm looking for shit, it's never in the kids section anymore. Right, like right. I, we stopped doing that. And not only that, but I'm gonna be real with you. The kids section is basically the same fucking it price is. as the adult price. It now is. Omar's wearing men's shoes, and I'm like, it's the same price it's, as the kids' it's shoes. It's the same, but whatever. So he wanted these shoes, but then I saw his grades come through on my phone, and I was like, oh, this isn't looking right. Something's missing. Right. And so I still looked for the shoes, but I let him know if you don't take care of this tomorrow. Shoes are off the board, right. like all together. You have shoes. We you can, good? No, we can go to um, Payless and get you some skippers and call it some a day. of those adult daycare listen, sneakers listen, with, yes, the, honey, with the Velcro. Yes, I keep telling Omar, I said, I'm gonna take away all your sneakers and you get some light up sketchers. <laughs> That's his worst nightmare. He's like, not the light up sketchers. <laughs> yep. I said, yep. But he he runs me my grades. Yeah, and he makes the effort. Yeah, he makes. I want to see the effort, right? Because do I? Would I love for him to be straight A? Sure, but. What do I also love to just see him work and try? I want to see and do your, your best. It's your best. It's yes. just your best. It's because not really so much about the A. Mm-mm. It's about the effort. It's your best. But we're going on to we are. We Damn always it. end up Damn talking it. about them. Back to so, opportunist and um, sometimes your children can be opportunist too, though. So just <laughs> oh, I get played daily. Right. <laughs> I get played daily. It's not even a game. But I appreciate that. Um, you can we can spot them in our lives and some people are really good at being manipulative though i know and and i i mean people <laughs> their true colors eventually show you you eventually nobody can hide the truth for long you're gonna see no that's not true some people hide the truth for years they can like people that live double lives like that guy ariel castro and i can't because that that story yeah. haunts me the fact that that man he was woke going up in and out of his house every, every day. day driving kids to school on a, on a school bus like nothing for 15 years with three kidnapped women and a child and that a was child. birthed in the house yes so you're right people i mean they're good they're, at they're good people are sick and they're very good at hiding or putting a mask on they're really good at it i'm telling you so as much as 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 savvy as i think that i am um where i can identify somebody that's an opportunist mm-hmm. I'm not really so sure anymore. I think that people are very good at lying. My grandmother told me to 
pray for discernment. She told me to pray that um, that I'm able to just spot the foolishness mm-hmm. and not to not necessarily confront it, but spot it so I can get away from them, mm-hmm. get them out of my life. Mm-hmm. And I, you don't understand how powerful that is in your 20s. But at this age where we are now and we've got some life behind us, I I understand and, and embrace I the importance. I got a lot of life ahead of me too, honey. Oh, I have so much. Me, you know, oh, no, no. I got life behind me. I got I'm life ahead of me. I'm going to live a long time. My granny's still alive and she's 100. My great granny's still alive. She's 102. Look at that. I'm going to live to be old. I don't want to be that old. Well, I think at 80, 82, I'm ready to clock Don't out. say 82. That's a good age. My grandmother was 93, one of them. And she, but guess what? 93... And was spry. No, see, my grandmother is as well, and she's a hundred. I mean, she still bathes herself, eats. She, you know, has all her senses. She has so she have she still stories, stories and stuff like oh, that. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. See, the only thing she's missing are teeth. She only got two teeth, but that she could put dentures in. She'd be alright. You can. Anyway, well, the whole point is this: your grandmother told you to pray for discernment, and it does make a difference. And I understand the value of that, right? Because you just want people. To, oh, do you remember that movie, The Devil's Advocate, with yes. Keanu Reeves? Yes. And remember when he could see the devil in people? Yes. That. That's not. That. A, that's not always easy to do. It's not, but I think that you have to. Because I've been, I, I, I think I'm pretty savvy, like I said, and I think I'm pretty sharp. But there's been a lot of times I've been manipulated mm-hmm. and tricked. I don't always have it. Like I'm just. Well, that's like, because hmm. I'm not looking for the devil. Right. I'm like thinking that they're I'm good. I'm thinking per- for the good. I'm, so, looking, I'm right. thinking everything's great. Right. I'm. I'm operating from a perspective that you're going to be just as good to me as I am to you. Right. So I'm not going in automatically looking for bad shit. No. I'm not either. And if I meet somebody that's automatically looking for bad shit, I know they got a lot of bad shit going on. So yeah, I, and I, I don't them. want nothing. Right. But no. I wish that I did have the discernment to see people's for lack of a better word, devil mm-hmm. or bad side. Right. Or just their not good intentions. Right. Yeah. And I think that's something we just kind of, you know, something else though, hmm. where I can't see it. I thank God for the people who are close to me who may see it. Right. So what I don't see if I bring you around somebody, I might see it. You'll be like, you might say, "Oh, I do like her," mm-hmm. or "No, I don't like her." Mm-hmm. And you saying you don't like her doesn't mean that I can't like right, her. Right, but it does not. mean to me. Ooh, pay attention. Pay attention. Right. Just like um, I've had lots of friends where they'll bring somebody around, and I don't like the person, mm-hmm. not because I'm a selfish friend, but because I get a bad vibe, mm-hmm. and I may or may not say something about it. If I don't say something about it and then it comes around that that person wasn't a good person, it just validates my instinct. And um, it just lets me know that I need to listen to that voice inside of me. And also not to get so wrapped up in the same way we get wrapped up in the newness of meeting a potential mate to Mm -hmm. date. Mm -hmm. Like we get all excited. They're so great. We get wrapped up in friends like that too. Potential friends like that too. We get so excited. This girl is so cool. We have these same things. Finally, I met somebody. I enjoy her company. (laughs) See, but I also have the quick to turn off. Like somebody could say something. I'm like, "Mm, Mm. I don't like her no more. Right. Don't call me. It's a wrap. I can't answer. I'm unavailable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So it's, I think it, we just have to. But that's also, you know, I don't think that's cool. I don't think that's cool. I don't, I don't think it's cool that 
if somebody just does one bad thing and this you hard good, on people, I'm right? Hard on people. You are hard. Ha- I have on people. Like you so hard on people that standards. But you you so hard on people that I'm glad that you aren't God. Cause Girl, you okay. Everybody, you going to hell? You going to hell? You going to hell? <laughs> no, and it's not that I'm. Everybody's going to and hell. And it's not that I'm an angel. No. And I respect how people want to live their yeah. lives. They can live their lives however they want. It's when their lives impact mine right. that I have an issue. I don't care if you want to do X Y Z. That's your business. Mm-hmm. But if X Y Z starting to affect me in a negative way, you right. got to go, boo. Yeah. I don't got time for that. Yeah. I don't. I don't entertain any sort of negativity. I don't have. I like I energy is very important to me mm-hmm. and it's transferable mm-hmm. and energy is cancerous so if there's negative energy or bad energy I'm not trying to contract that shit oh, no. because not only is it going to be passed to me but it's going to also pass along Infect everyone I love everybody I love everyone in so that's with why me. I have to remember that movie Fallen way. I never seen that movie Denzel Washington and John Goodman I never seen it oh you gotta see it where this this bad spirit was passing through touch. I've never seen that movie. Mm-hmm. And I love me some Denzel, honey. You need to watch that movie. It was interesting. Mm-hmm. It made me very mindful of who I allowed to touch me going forward. Oh, I don't like... Oh, I know. You, I saw it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you saw it. You know how I am. I don't like that. Don't touch me. If And if I, and if I hug you, or I... I it's because I genuinely it's feel... A, and it's like a I, warm... Right. Yeah. It's real. It's not like, oh, no, I don't do fake... I don't do that. Yeah. The, um... Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't do that. If I hug you, it's really because I want to... I'm trying to impart some love. Right. You know? And that does... It does transfer that way. Right. Like... So what I like about um, the discussion we've had today is... It's making me, um, even as we're talking more mindful of how I uh, communicate Mm -hmm. more mindful um my I don't ever have um fucked up intentions with people so I don't I'm not worried about that but just being mindful of other people's intentions and even figuring out um why I have people in my life why you want to be in my life and just being clear on that and the thing is I don't vibe with everybody either so if I meet somebody I vibe with I'm usually gonna rock with that person right um you know we vibed we do we just vibed and it was a you know what it was when we initially met it it i think it was a natural progression it wasn't like we were oh, trying to be friends right away no, no. we didn't try we, we built this it, it we built right. and just could, took our time to get to know each other we did. it wasn't contrived no we weren't pushing Mm-mm. a friendship it actually naturally just it did unraveled. it was very organic right and that's what that's I love why that kind of shit. Yes. And that's why I could be comfortable and not have my walls up and you didn't have to have, have your walls up. Like, okay, yes. Yeah. I mean, because I it is not lost on me that we've had each other in our homes, mm-hmm. around our families. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I think we're I think that even though we are we're different, we're very similar. Yes. And I think that even our children, our sons are are similar. Very similar. So I think that it's easy for us. But Back to let's wrap the opportunist thing. Don't come for me. Don't come for anybody. No. If you see somebody that could be beneficial to your life and you want to use them for those intentions, be honest about it. Be honest. And you know something? Here's what I learned in business. Because I think that 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 makes it a business relationship and not personal. Ask that person to lunch or to coffee to discuss what it is that you want from them. Right. Be clear. Be clear. Do not lull them into 
a sense but of... They, but, but what if they want to... What if their opportunist thing is not business? Maybe they just want to be social with you. Still or coffee. Or use you for your social... Still coffee mm-hmm. or lunch. Yeah. To talk about it. I don't know. I just... Just I, as... I mean, I, I, I just, just feel like... And, and to me... I mean, I'm about to say something real fucked up. I'm about to sound like you. I think it's pathetic that you have to try to make friends with somebody in order to get put on socially like i don't that's really weird i feel like um you should be able to do that yourself right um because that person whoever that person is worked hard to get to get where they are right um they had to be out and about and um, shaking hands and like that and some people are just drawn to other people and just because you're around that person doesn't mean it doesn't mean you're gonna gonna get it right People may not receive you in the same no. fashion. So for you to think that just because you're hanging out with somebody, Mm-mm. that people are going to see you in the same light or you're going to receive the same kind of reaction. Love, right. No, that's not the way it works. Everybody's an individual. That's why I'm like, look. What do you, you want? If you what do you really to, want? If you're trying to be friends with me for my husband, I'm telling you, he's cool. He's friendly. He don't mind being friends with me. And he's out and about. All the time. Without me. <laughs> So what y'all think I'm going to do for you? Nothing. Don't come and try to You're be You're not my... even there. Like... I'm really not. I'm at my crib. Right. I'm chilling. Y'all could just go and talk to him yourself. You don't need me to do that. Maybe they feel like they'll get a warmer reception if, if they are cool. If you're first. friends with the wife. Oh, no. That's fucking corny. And either way. Yeah, that's crazy. I, I would never do that. I'm not no. like that. If you and I, listener ever hook up and we end up being friends know that it's because i genuinely want to be your friend not because you could do anything for me not because i want you to do anything for me not because you have anything to offer me right it's because i enjoy your company and you cool i like that i think that's the period on this episode all right guys if you have any questions or any um input on this topic Anything that we've mentioned, because, of course, in conversation, we tend to drop other things in, but the content is always there. Mm-hmm. But if you have any anything that you'd like to add, any questions or any- anything you think we may have skipped over or that yes. you want us to talk about in further depth or whatever, just hit us up at Fire at Will on Instagram. So it's F-I-Y-A-A-T-W-I-L-L on Instagram. You can DM us there. Please add us. Feel free to share. Um, us with your friends we want you to be able to interact with us in a way that again ask us questions let us know what you're like about it or what you don't like like. yeah what you don't like because we we want to hear it all and and we've already talked about how this is um a a new venture for us so this is our beginning and we're just getting better and better each time so we want to hear from you absolutely we want to hear what you want to what you want what you want to hear from us and so uh, feel free to share that. Um, again, that's Fire at Will, F-I-Y-A-A-T-W-I-L-L. I need a wax. Everywhere? Yeah. Look at Actually, I'm going to make my an appointment for... Um, yeah, because you know what? I, do, I wax. I don't... Yeah, me too. Girl, look at this. Yeah. Mm, N- not a razor shall touch me. No, honey. I don't like spiky hair. I know. I like soft. You, anyway. You are a bear. I am. <laughs> You, you a baby bear. You see my child, right? Yeah. You see Zuri. Yeah, that's you. That's my yeah. baby. Okay. All right, so y'all. we are Ryan Aaron signing off and uh see you next time. Bye. Bye. I can't believe you told these people I'm a bear. How dare you? It makes you human. <laughs>